0: welcome everybody to a delco nerd network podcast my name is anthony rigucci and here with a few friends in the delaware county area we get in the basement and we talk about a certain topic today's topic is going to be a gaming industry without e3 here to discuss as always the triple threat chris trio gooch e3 i'm ready to talk do you think that intro sounded odd? Not at all. Okay, I think, okay. Was I, think I was like, fun. I just did like two hot takes, and, and I was it's like throwing you off a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah, I understand little, that'll little do it. Off. No, I mean I didn't. No. Okay. It
1: sounded completely fine. Okay.
0: Drop a comment below if it wasn't. We'll love to hear it. No, I'm kidding. I mean, hey, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you can critique my intro all you want. Nobody really does. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think we're good. Man, dude, some of our hot takes have been doing really well recently.
1: I know it's been great to see. It's yeah, been really. Dude,
0: I. Let me look at it right now, because like I think it's like it like we. We we the Delco network have been hitting a fucking streak. It's been nice. Uh, I gotta say, you guys, I don't podcasts. know if you guys have been telling a
1: lot of Hogwarts people. Legacy
0: five hundred views. Yeah, Mario Brothers one sixty. Pretty good. John Wick one k. One of our most viewed podcasts. Yeah,
1: it's, I don't know even what
0: our DNN sixty four views for like a just a yeah like random a, mo- of us. A, a two. Well, hour usually we do podcast? stick around
1: like sixty to like seventy.
0: Last of Us and Ant Man both almost at three hundred. Yeah. like
1: Anytime we're breaking 150, that's a win for me. And then and honestly, I, even 60 or whatever is and great. And then a but, God
0: of War was at 500, and that was at the end of the year. We've yeah. had to like, uh, we've had some great and our number one numbers, guys.
1: Journey to the Center of the Earth at almost 5k. <laughs> I think it's at 4.9 and some change. So, guys,
0: let me tell you, thank you very much for no, we watching this yourself. podcast. We appreciate you here. We would love if you're watching on YouTube engage in the comments let I us know like, what you're thinking about what we're talking about or what we're talking about how we can be better how we can improve and make sure you're also rating and subscribing on the podcast services you're not used so if you're on spotify make sure to rate us on spotify absolutely but also go apple over to Podcasts, apple podcast yeah. leave the five stars your podcast service of choice
1: yeah, leave leave your review. And if you're an, only an
0: audio listener, go over to YouTube. Just hit sub, man. It it helps. No, it us does. Out. It
1: makes a major difference. It's it's big stuff. We appreciate it. We'd be speaking to the void regardless, I think. But it's nice to know people are listening. <laughs> it's good stuff.
0: But before we get into E3 yeah. trio, it's I really I don't think it's been that long since we we you know we did our last one with Luke. But it's just it's we we've been having a lot of guests on recently. We, have, yes. and we haven't just sat down the two of us we on haven't. monthly. And no, I think it's been a like, while. What was our, oh no, that was um, DC stuff. I'm trying to think about like last monthly we did it before the DNNs. I think it was, was it not the DCU stuff? I'm about to tell you. I think it was. Cause I feel like we haven't like, like I can, I, I feel, I, I know when we haven't talked. Yeah, it was
1: yeah i thought so yeah so yeah,
0: yeah so it has been a while because yeah. we recorded that kind of early we did but anyway trio what have you been up to man let's talk
1: what have i been playing gooch i i i stupidly ill prepared for this i'm trying to think watch wise i really haven't been watching much games wise resident evil of course second playthrough we just that hot take. take is out by the time you're yeah watching please this. go check that out if you would care to do so it's been a lot of fun uh just been finishing up Dead Space, uh, finally getting that fucking impossible trophy. That a boy. I'm on chapter eleven. I want to get it done before I get tonight. Right. You're gonna get it done tonight? Maybe not. I don't know. It depends. We'll see. I don't <laughs> think so tonight, but this weekend I think <laughs> definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been working my way through proficient or, or professional on Resident Evil. I've been playing Fallout New Vegas for some reason, just because I've been that. bored. I don't know why. Yeah, I've been, because I had be... like a half started campaign. And I was like, at the end, and I was like, you know what? I want to play these DLCs again. I haven't played them in forever, so I started with Sierra Madre. I just did, um, fuck. Honest Hearts? No. not Dead Money? Th- the, the, the 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 sci-fi one. Yeah, Old uh, War Blues. Old War Blues, which I, I really, I think that is maybe one of my favorite lobotomy. DLCs out there. A lobotomy. Are those little penises attached to your hands? Like, there's just such insane dialogue in that. Uh, Obsidian, man. You it's good stuff. Really great stuff, but uh, yeah. What else have I been playing on there? Oh yeah, I downloaded Chivalry Two again because I'm bored, and that Mm. game's just a lot of fun to just play around. I wanted a multiplayer game to play right now, of just like to just kind of trio
0: playing. I was playing. I was playing a little bit of Halo
1: for a bit, and goddamn, they really fucked that game up. But that's fucked it. It's just too little. It's so good now. There's so much in there. That's probably
0: a podcast in and of itself, as so much has happened since we reviewed that game and Joe Staten leaving now. Mm one of the heads at Netflix yeah. games, which I think is such an odd move for him. It's
1: odd, but it's a multi it's, it's, it's odd, a, but it's not, it's a bad, it's
0: a bag move.
1: Oh, for sure. He I a would agree. Movie, and I dude. do think he, he a had a I've bit been of using
0: bag a lot. And I, I, that's basically because of uh, Lord Cognito on Defining Duke. He likes saying the bag.
1: <laughs> and, and dude, I will say the whole shit with Halo that he went through with the past couple of years, I'm sure like he pulled that shit back from the brink. He was like, man, I want a new place where I can kind of just probably I Dude, yeah, I
0: feel, like, I feel like it probably burned him out c- really Oh, totally, hard. man. Yeah. Uh, like, like the, the whole soul. team. Yeah, for sure. I, like it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see the future of three four three and what they ended up what they end up doing if they do a DLC for infinite. It they like just I think they need to put it away for five years, six years. <sighs> so sad, right? Like
1: it really is, dude. They had
0: they had me they need to do like ODS Gooch. Two, they had ODS two. Yeah.
1: We yeah. had me and seven of my friends, including you, in a party together. I know. Playing on... I in did my that room. multiple times. We had so many people on, and they had lightning we in a bottle. We didn't have enough room for games. We didn't, yeah. and, we ha- and, and guess what? They caught lightning in a bottle and just let it, it all, go. Yeah. They let it go. But either
0: way, that's all I've been really playing, Gooch. What about you? What do you want to hear about first, movies or games? Movies. So, I've watched The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones for the first time in 20-plus years. <laughs> nice. Um... A Phantom Menace is pretty meme-y. I mean, they're both pretty meme-y. I mean, they're, um, they're meme Phantom Tactical. Menace is like political drama, but like b- bad CGI. And then like Attack of the Clones, I think is a little bit better, but it's just like they're they're just odd movies. They're like oddly paced. There's the stories odd don't going really make on. sense when you yeah, think about yeah, the them. Story, like, like Phantom Menace, very heavy politically, which is kind of cool, and I enjoy that. But like. But it's politically in weird ways, like it's it's like like talking
1: about trade routes. Yeah, like the the, the trade
0: federation, the techno union. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't even know what that is, and I know what that is. So (laughs) those
1: guys, the ones that are the techno union, stands
0: by you, Lord Dooku. It
1: it was it was so funny watching a Phantom Menace like as an adult way back when we were when the new the the sequels were coming out, and you I would always hear the thing about how like racially insensitive the. the trade federation main guys are like they're very, they're a very bad stereotype i'm like no it can't be that bad they're terrible chinese stereotypes oh, oh, oh yeah yeah oh, accents. It. like it's they're just accents. It's yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So I, I don't know why, but it just made know, me laugh so I don't know hard know why that went over my head cuz i was thinking about it cuz i was thinking you know while watching i'm like What's up with these accents? It
1: was so funny, though, because I remember, I'm like, no, it can't be that bad. And then five seconds later, watching, I'm like, okay, this is actually <laughs> this is really noticeable. But what else?
0: Um, with I st- them, like So I have one more episode there. of the non-canon clothes wars to watch. How many again, episodes are there again? It, it may be not canon to Disney, but it's canon in my heart. I don't know. So there's two volumes, and That's they're both right. an hour and ten each. Yeah. But they're they're probably like, I think the first one is one to 20 yeah. chapters. And I don't really like... It. Like, some are, like, obviously, like, oh, that one ends and this one begins. And some are, like, kind of, like, weaved together well. whoever sure. Video edited them. Yes. It, it looks pretty, like, seamless for the most part. Got it. Because um, then I looked on the last one. It was, like, 20 to 26. And it's an hour and 10. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it must be more story-focused or something. I don't know. But I'm really enjoying it. And I can't wait to start the Clone Wars. I felt like I couldn't go into the Clone Wars without... Rewatching those movies like I just it's been so long since I've seen them I need to really understand what I'm getting into you know you know me I'm, I'm all about the full like, you're just experience. a completionist no matter what it's, not it's even a, like game a it's not a... even like a completionist I just like like kind of like creating like you like immersing yourself you the, like the best deep. experience yes, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, with Sopranos. Okay, I'm gonna watch Sopranos, but I'm gonna watch Many Saints of Newark at the end of it too. Of course, and you're yeah. only
1: gonna do so in a pinstripe suit with a Tommy gun next to you, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, good. yeah. All right. I mean, that's all they wear. In that, I didn't know right? any, I, I didn't mean, know that's anyone, exactly. I didn't know how. anyone saw that. But,
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but that's really all I've been watching. Uh, you know, after I finished the Sopranos, um, my, I was like, I'm doing Clone Wars, so I kind of like took a little time off, and now we're we're here, and then we're, we're watching some other stuff, you know, Flash and. Superman and Lois, um, Titans Doom Patrol, I mentioned that before. Titans yeah. second half is back on. Yeah. But the games I've been playing, unlike you, I uh, 100% the Dead Space remake and I and I got my um, my impossible playthrough done in two playthroughs cuz I died 15 minutes into the first <laughs> one and I was like, "Ah, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> it was like, restart. yeah. Well, yeah. we're just going to do that again." No, that's fine, know? yeah. But I did I did in fairness, I did like die mid playthrough and dashboard. Uh, it did happen to me I think two or three times but again my first death was
1: just pure stupidity
0: and for me like i should have had it the first playthrough but yeah the next thing i've been playing i didn't mention it last month frankly because like i i was like i'll wait until i'm done i'll talk about it one and done so i you know i've i've been been talking about the sly cooper (laughs) games i play them all through the playstation premium subscription service sure um there is a like a a a spin-off game i noticed from the fourth sly cooper game it's called bentley's Hack Pack. Interesting. And you're probably wondering, Gooch, what, what the fuck Bentley? is Bentley's <laughs> Hack Pack? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a game of mini-games from Sly, Thieves and Time. Mm. And it was kind of dumb. It's but not, I, needed, I mean, it sounds about right. Like we just talked, I need to be efficient. I need to play yeah, all the Sly Cooper games thing, that are available, and I did get the. It doesn't have a platinum trophy, but it does. You know, I did hundred percent it, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a bitch. But I'm glad I did it. You did it. Good job. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, and that's that's all we need to talk about. All right, it. fantastic. Yeah, I don't know why it was made. I, I I don't get a lot about it, but I'm just like this it had is a platinum. Thing. No, it didn't. Oh, well, I'm sorry, I missed that. It. Damn. Yeah. But you know, I, I can say I've done. Do you, it. So
1: that does annoy you. I know that. No, you don't I actually, have, if you don't. I, but if you, you if it has more achievements, you usually go back and get them, right, for like a DLC or something on a oh game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want, yeah, yeah.
0: Just like I'm doing with Horizon Forbidden West, the Burning Shore DLC just came out two days ago. Um, it's actually been pretty fun to jump back into a Sony first party. Nice, sixty frames per second. I said it in Discord. Smooth like butter. Did you see what I said in the Discord I yesterday? I What was it? I said I love getting jerked off in sixty frames per second. Jesus while Christ. This game. Oh my god! Because I'm like, dude, it's funny. That game is a lot smoother than RE4 and whatever else. Oh, for sure. Like, and even like, like, I'm like, just like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, even like a God of War, you can tell. Like when you can, you, you can tell it's a first party, just really polished game. But yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, like, too early into that. The DLC is on a different map. It involves the Quen. You're in L.A., um, and it's pretty fun so far. Um, it's post-game DLC, so you have to beat the game to play, right, which I right. was telling you I like, because it kind of integrates the story right. well into it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not... I'm not sure... You know where it's going yet? I'm not that far in, but I like the Quen from the first game. There were a new tribe that was introduced. I forgot you didn't play it. Yeah, that's that is a game you definitely got to get around to. It will be.
1: It's my. It's one of my summer games this year for sure. Like when I get a little downtime.
0: And last but certainly not least, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters have come to the PlayStation and the Switch, and I'm I'm diving into a 35 year old game that came out in 1987 on the NES, and that has been pretty fun. Final Fantasy 1's really, like, simple. Uh, Obviously, it's, like, all Pixel. So that's why it's called the Pixel Mm -hmm. Remasters. They're all Pixel games. Final Fantasy 1 through 6. Um, I played Final Fantasy 1 once, and it was on iPhone and, like, 20... Not iPhone, iTouch. Ooh. But, like, you know, the the mobile version. When does
1: 16 come out? June. Okay, so it's a bit far away. Are you going
0: to get that? I think I am. Oh, I'm so excited. I think I am. From what I'm seeing, it looks very cool. When I was watching that State of Play, I was like this is going to change everything. Like, I think this is the Final Fantasy that... That locks
1: people in. The hardcore
0: fans love and the newbies. Mm -hmm. 15 was uh, a mixed bag of for a lot of different reasons. Um, I've heard very mixed things for sure. Yeah, gameplay, story, characters, everything is like... I just
1: wanted to fly that damn car. People
0: either love it or hate it or like are really in the middle about it. I'm somewhere in the middle about it. Um, But yeah, Final Fantasy 1... You're in my, you're in my playthrough. You're one of my characters. I named a character after you because oh, nobody because right, yeah. none of the characters have a uh, default name. So like, what the mm. fuck am I supposed
1: to name? Of? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Friends, that's good. I'm I'm glad to know I'm traveling with you through the realm of. Oh, I don't even know what the world is I called mean. in Final Fantasy One. I don't even well, the world of Final Fantasy. Yeah, the world that's of Final good to Fantasy. Know. Yeah. You also rode me. In true, you're Red Dead you Redemption. In yeah. Red
0: Dead. And you didn't like that. I wasn't a fan, and it was honest. in the online. So like, it your horse was like
1: you'd call up trio, and I'm sitting there like. And then the I fun. named a horse McClunky. That's better. I was yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Um, that was good. McClunky.
0: What was my last horse called? I have like
1: 10 horses in that. I never play that game.
0: Are you like done, Red Dead? Basically. Like I've I I've been see like, you go on every now and again. Every once really in a while, I'll get life. on
1: and just kind of like enjoy the atmosphere. Or maybe do just some random tidbits. Just but like, you know, just reminisce a little. I have $30,000 that I can't do anything. Where are you, John?
0: Uh, i will that's a game it's coming up
1: on a needed replay for that soon i
0: think for me maybe yeah i would like to play red dead redemption at one of these points it's probably a game that's like will forever be on my backlog that i'll just never play
1: i played that recently actually i played that last year i uh uh, i think i remember that yeah we probably talked about it i think we did good stuff but But anyway
0: what are we here to discuss my friend We're here to talk about the unfortunate demise of the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or as the gaming industry likes to call it, E3, which has been a staple in our industry since 1995. Yes, it is as old as I am. And I... I as well. you were born in 95? I was. Oh yeah, right. You're you're like I'm older you're from you're my, younger, I'm the older you're side. You're younger of- than me, but like you're the same years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're still younger though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> this is a, this is like a big moment, right? This this has been the blood has been in the water. For like since COVID. I was going to say, I think maybe since the year before COVID. I was,
1: actually, I agree. Yeah. Cause and that's like when people started dropping Sony,
0: out. Sony pulling out was sort of this big move. And and I don't want to, do, I, I, one thing I didn't want to do. And I was like, let's go over the order of events. No, like I didn't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Even with what happened this year, like E3 yeah. was going to happen last year. Like they, when they ended E3, they kind of knew they were going to do another E3, but everyone pulled out essentially what happened. Um, you know, they well,
1: would, and they seem to not really have it organized it, it was very the well, big right? Nintendo,
0: like, yeah, Nintendo, Microsoft, and and PlayStation. Ubisoft, I think, was the
1: first one to say that they were like. We, If it happens, we'll be there. Right. And then there were
0: still, like, you know, the big three pulled out, and there were still the little guys and, like, Ubisoft. And even the little guys were like, what's the point of this anymore? And then it kind of just all came crashing down. There was, like, reports that, like, E3 was canceled. Well, and it seemed like like, the
1: planning just was not done well. Like, it seemed like they just, like, because the big distributors were like, we'll go if it happens. But we haven't really been contacted much about it or anything. And I
0: don't really know... Like again, someone inside the ESA or some other video game uh, media person or podcaster probably has much more insight about like like maybe what's going on. I'm sure Jeff Keeley knows, and we're definitely going to talk about him in a few minutes. But I I, so I'm structuring this podcast around three questions um, that we're going to talk about, and I I don't know if I want to jump into it just yet because I still want to talk about E3. Trio, do you like E3? I used as as an event. I used to love. E3. you know what i almost don't believe you why because i feel like that love in the last few years it's just not there oh no, i don't, I don't see last, it from you
1: well no in the way well in the last three years i mean especially since 2020 i wasn't I, when i was really young <laughs> you're a liar in, when i was in high school i used to stay home and watch Dude, the things I, like I in I high to, school i, also, I would always watch the things yeah. I, and it was but i do think as the years went on they just lost their magic and yeah. i didn't feel the necessity To be watching live. You know what I mean? And I felt like I was, all right, I'm going to wait for the day to be over. All of the trailers are going to be online. It was Christmas in that respect. Or, did you
0: honestly stay home and watch E3?
1: I mean, oh, well, not like not like stay home from school. Like, I'd be paying visceral attention oh, to i, it. I, I stayed stay home mean, from school. I didn't, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean I'd literally take time oh, off. No, I'd be I, more I, of like, I'm watching it on my phone. I'm viscerally paying attention I, to it I like my
0: mom, like, hey, like, E3's on. This is like a big deal. Like, I have to stay home from school to watch it. And mm-hmm. I did. I think I did in, in college. I also did. There was one. I worked from home before I was working from home. Yeah. Like, I'm like, E3's on. I'm like, I'm not going to work. I'm going to work from home.
1: No, that's... Listen, and I think... And it was
0: like, kind of like a... "Mm, Why are you doing this? I just... I thoroughly enjoyed
1: the (laughs) event... Uh, 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 around it dude that, which was that, that was my favorite that part.
0: week weekend you know it was like kind of like a like a three four day stint where all the media presses press conferences happening dude i like
1: don't get me wrong your love definitely outburns mine. That's oh, not, I, I'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm not trying to
0: usurp yours but yeah like i like dude sitting down and like I, we, I didn't have friends for over for all of them but sometimes like if they were on the weekend like xboxes always start on sunday right and i'm yeah. like gotta come over for xbox gotta have people over for xbox um and then like ubisoft and playstation would be like the monday and then like nintendo would be like the tuesday and then there'd be some like miscellaneous i think it was just the tuesday that was the last day but like the those few days man it was just like the entire gaming industry sort of just fucking geeking out all at once and like everyone was in on it and everyone was having a good time and everyone was getting excited about the new up-and-coming game and then all of a sudden sony decided that we're just not going to do this anymore they don't do psx anymore which was like their their convention that they did Mm -hmm. they like you know the changing of the guard that happened during the ps4 era i think changed their approach at e3 and essentially Everyone just kind of followed suit and everyone started doing their own press conferences and stuff. And it's. It was around the same time. It's the same dissemination of information, but it's not the same for us, I don't think.
1: No, I understand. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, it's okay. Uh,
0: I thought that was like a natural pause. (laughs)
1: I agree. I think there was just this electricity around it that just suddenly evaporated once they pulled out, and and, and even and that's kind of just stu- kind of made everyone follow suit in the way of like maybe they just saw the writing on the wall. Maybe Sony did. Maybe they yeah, got big for their britches and thought like we don't need this anymore. We did so well uh, with our announcement of PlayStation. They shit all over Xbox that year. Were
0: they at E three that year? What year? I'm sorry. Uh,
1: the year that the PlayStation and the Xbox was involved. Or, or, or was announced.
0: The Xbox Series X
1: and the PS4. Yeah.
0: No, you mean the Xbox One. Yes. Yeah, yes. they were all there. They were all. That yeah, was still D, everyone. Remember yeah. the DRM sharing exactly. Thing Where, like, and then after, so after the that, yes. Yeah. And, they and did then that.
1: after that, that that year after
0: was when they pulled out PlayStation. No, you're like way back. Oh, okay. We're like really. we're like at the end of the console generation. I don't right. think PS5 oh, yeah, yeah, or okay. Series X has been announced yet. Yeah, yeah. And they just decided like they're not gonna be there. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what year it is. Probably like 2018, 2018, 2019. Yeah, 2019 it had to have been. Yeah, and that was also the year that Jeff – and next year Jeff Keeley announced the 2020 E3. He was not going to host the E3 Coliseum. Yeah. So also I think Jeff Keighley was a big – He definitely seemed to have seen, saw the writing on the wall. Yeah.
1: And he I, knows uh, a lot, yeah.
0: And I, we're and I, like I said, we're going to talk about Jeff Keighley, and I'm going to get into our and our first question here in a second. Um, Jeff Keely pulling out, I feel like, was also another blood in the water moment where it's like, why is Jeff Keely not doing this? He's like the host guy. This is what no, it is does. weird. Why would he just like leave E3 in the dust? And I, I, I think my question is my or my first question definitely is, are are we better without E3? Do we really need E3 to no. I hate hate that answer. Do you know
1: why? Because the last three years have happened. I know. And we haven't had had it. And I don't feel like it's really made a market difference from where it was when it left. You know what I mean? Like when it left, it was kind of, it did feel like it was on its last leg and we weren't having those same type of Coliseum moments and and those moments of like, whoa, I, I don't know. It's sad, but I do think we can continue on with it. And I do think, maybe this new summer of game like it'll evolve i think we'll get it in a new new way with the summer of gaming stuff and things like that that jeff is building and it really sucks if they truly didn't choose to evolve when maybe jeff was in there trying to help them like grow that show Brand, yeah, yeah and brand show, and because yeah. i mean that has so much market value behind it, just the name alone yeah and then they just still fucked it like, and i mean and I, and so, so and recognizable
0: opening it up to the public was a big mistake
1: yeah, maybe I, I I guess so. I may I think they did that because they because f- they were f- uh, they hemorrhaging. They were like yeah, we don't know need what more we don't know what to do. Like right. I guess we'll open it because it was a now. media event.
0: It was for media. It was the games industry people to go and play games. And to answer the question, are we better without E three? I think Trio's right in his answer, but like I really don't think we are. I think we need E three, and I think we need something. Do we need E three
1: or do we need something like e- just something that. Is well, E3 well, we're gonna
0: get something like E three, uh, and that, that, that kind of leads into to one of my next questions, but I, I don't want to get there just yet. Yeah, I just, I just feel like there is this mist. Missed- coming together moment that i think e3 brought i think game awards also brings this coming together moment where like everyone's kind of like not sharing a stage literally but like figuratively. everyone's under the same roof literally right right almost, and we're all yeah. like disp- displaying the new hardware the new games for the next year and you know we're all getting excited and the games that will eventually get delayed <laughs> inevitably <laughs> yeah, yeah inevitably get delayed um yeah i just think we like are we we are not better without e3 no, I th- I, I, but, I agree. But in
1: that respect for sure.
0: And, and my next question is do you think Summer Games Fest will try to emulate E3? Do you like or do you think it will evolve into something else? I mean,
1: it ha- uh, no, it's not because then it would die. So right. it has to be its own thing and it has right. to I think it's going to come in with the same idea of making it this big momentous occasion that involves new announcements and and moments that make the whole gaming industry maybe come together hopefully. But I don't know if you'll ever uh be able to hit that exact type of zeitgeist and just that moment that we used to have yeah um but it's tough i i don't know man it's i i I would i want to get that feeling again of just like being like what's coming next but even in general with game announcements and the cadence that we've gotten to like we don't know really what sony's doing next microsoft has just been all over the place for lack of a better term yeah with with their releases and Getting, getting themselves together. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like we live in such a more fluctuating time, even in that respect, that it's... I don't know how you hit the exact same strides. But I will give Jeff Keighley a lot of credit that he did do a, a really great job with the Game Awards this year. He seems to take criticism well and and really t- tries to up his game when it comes to certain things. I I, I don't know. I don't love a lot of the, like, cent connections he has and uses for, like, a lot of the show things. And I, I forget which which one of their sub-companies has a lot of branding all, all over. I know Collins talked about it before uh, on like sacred symbols. Uh,
0: yeah. You know yeah, what i I know like, what you're there, talking he, about. There's a
1: lot of, there's a lot of Chinese government money involved, unfortunately, that is going into that. Or not a lot, but there is definitely enough through Tencent and things like that, where it's just like, maybe we should like acknowledge that, but you know, we could acknowledge that in every industry, I guess. Either way. I don't know, Gooch. What was the exact second question again? I'm sorry. Do you think Summer Games Fest will try to emulate E three? I think it will in certain respects to sum up my points and 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 hopefully. Jeff has been doing this this, since COVID, right? Since Mm twenty
0: twenty. So this will be the third year of Summer Games Fest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like like, you know, the years we didn't have E3, it really wasn't like E3. It was supposed to be in the space of E3, in the time frame of E3, yeah. but it was something different. It was. Um, so I'm kind of thinking, okay, like Jeff's had three years to learn from this, also his experience with the other, you know, the YouTube Coliseum thing that he did, E3, and all the other shows he does, Game Awards, whatever. He's a good host. He knows what he's doing in that respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. And he seems genuinely and passionate. I, and I don't think he will emulate E3. I think he will... I I I feel like he will try to capture almost a different energy now that we know E3 is probably never coming back.
1: Oh, I think, I think this is it. I, I mean, yeah, we don't I, of,
0: yeah. I, we don't officially know, but like E3 is dead, dude. Yeah, I agree. Like, i le- let Let's just put it out together. What, if, what if Jeff just bought trigger. the
1: brand? <laughs> he just buys the brand off it and relaunches it, and, and, and like his. I, what?
0: I don't think he would do it. I don't think he would either. I think Jeff has a lot of pride and I think in has, his own work and it that. being his own name. I also think there's the a lot of
1: baggage attached to that too, if you do do that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And probably good baggage and bad baggage. For sure. Equal. But equal yeah, I, I think this year Jeff will definitely evolve Summer Games Fest. I, I think he has to. Definitely. He's in it. You know, like Jeff snidely tweets out after the, the, the ESA announces that E3 is not happening anymore. Summer Games Fest, guys. Let's go. And I don't blame him. No, I, think, I, he, degree, I yeah. think he has to play dirty. And he there's also something behind the scenes, like I said earlier, that we don't know about what happened with him and his relationship with the well, I
1: think, And he's even said, he's like, I think he's, he wanted them to grow more and, and really try to expand in ways that maybe and they, didn't want to right hear and they didn't want to hear it maybe. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I have enough name power. I'm going to go and try and build my own thing here and make it something for the fans. And like I said, he comes across as a genuinely passionate guy who really loves the medium and and what it can do just in general. Like, it's it's cool. And I and I do have, you know, a bit of faith in him, for sure, and I'm, I'm hoping for the best. But again, I do I think they directly emulate? No. But do I think they take certain ideas of, like, you know, this big, momentous occasion? I think that definitely, is hopefully, what he's building. Yeah. I think what he's trying to build. That first
0: it. year was kind of weird, because it was spread out through the whole summer, and, yeah. it, you know, obviously, like, the hype train isn't going the whole fucking summer. No, no, no. no. Um, but I think if you put it to, like two weeks at least and then and then again like yeah, also weekends. all the companies have to decide to play nice with him you know but that's so he's he's he, he can only do so much he can be like hey like i'm doing summer games i like, would love you have to show you i that. would love to show your game off you need to give them a reason
1: to want to be it, there is
0: playstation going to give him the uh the factions game that we're gonna get him is is xbox gonna give him hellblade well they have before so i would imagine they will again yeah, yeah. um is nintendo gonna give him metroid prime 4 you know i i don't know and uh, especially on under one roof where they're all together and he's giving them all the stage yeah. together yeah. um it's not like oh this is sony's press conference and then the next day is you know nintendo's or whatever yeah um they're all under the same roof under the same brand of summer games fest together so in that way it's kind of like they are bringing them together in a more like official capacity yeah but you know and i think we've already answered it but the final question is do you think jeff is the best hope for the future of the industry in a world without e3 and my answer is yes
1: oh yeah i agree i think he genuinely cares and he and he wants to see video games celebrated in many different ways. And and, expo- and you know.
0: My my rebuttal if you say no then who? Who else is in the position that Jeff is in no, as agree. a host as Unless you just wanted to go away. Right, like and inle- like unless you just wanted to go away, yeah. like like there really isn't another answer. Uh, I agree. The ESA is a, is a company Exactly, y- you know, and
1: it's it's a large, it's a pretty large company, but I do think they've been hemorrhaging money for a while, and it seems like this has been an issue, unfortunately, for them.
0: And and, and I think Jeff obviously recognizes that need and that that space that he can fill that only that need he and can want, fill, to
1: be honest, because people do want this. People still, I think, do want this kind of Aventus eventful momentous occasion in video games every year i think he's kind of turned the game awards into that into a degree in some ways yeah he has
0: turned it into but a maybe sort he of another t- E3 yeah three night i don't know because every year we talk about the game awards it's like okay was it too long were there too many announcements were, How it not, were there not yeah, were, were they mean, good were they bad but again over
1: promise under promise what's going right on? And,
0: and jeff's always like well like i don't really control what's at the show. I can just only reach out and be like, hey, do you have something to show? Yeah, exactly. Like Star Wars Eclipse, I think is a great example of something that got us all fucking really hype. Yeah. But we're not seeing that game for like ever. Yeah, no, it's like the it's and, re, the and even the Kodor remake. Yeah. You know? Like it's great that Jeff Still got those what games. The fuck That's with huge. Them. And a Senua a Hellblade Senua's um Sacrifice or whatever. Or the second one, yeah. yeah it's yeah. second Senua's saga. Yep, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like We still don't have that game. No, we don't. And Jeff debuted that alongside the series. Again, we
1: got. Well, I do think we have a problem of announcing games too early once, but that's because also games take so long to make now in in a lot of respects. And for most AAA games, you're looking at a four year dev cycle at least, maybe five. And. There's just a lot of economics of the video game industry. That, it's a lot that work more expensive to make games it, it nowadays. Would be, it is. And, like, I don't know. I would like to see people go with more mid-budget stuff. You do see stuff like your double A's when it comes to control and and certain games of that respect. But I don't know, man. I just don't know if there's enough games in the pipeline to support something like an E3 anymore either. Or just people are confident enough with their games. I mean, how many games get canceled Two yards from the finish line as they're saying about this like that old battlefront game Even that's yeah. that's forever ago.
0: so oh that was that was old that's new. old yeah that's like the old oh, okay. too. I, I i didn't read
1: that article oh that yeah much, no that was yeah. yeah but um it's just interesting to think about i mean i
0: i think i think that's a good perspective that i didn't think about that like you know get, the companies don't have as many games as they used to or they're not ready to show or maybe they're forced to show them too early. Exactly. Because it's need- like, oh, it's E3 guys. We have we to have something. We need something. Yeah. Remember when we were doing our Halo yeah. E3 and we were talking about Bungie like crunching to get things ready for E3? Crunching. Yeah. I mean Halo 2 infinitely crunched. Yeah. Uh infamously crunched game. Yep. Yeah. Uh and they crunched a lot. Wasn't even finished technically. Not yeah. not even for their release date before E3. I'm like, we need something to show off here. So Maybe you have a point. Maybe E3 not being E3 anymore that companies don't feel pressure to be like, we have to show something. Obviously, Jeff isn't holding guns to people's heads and be like, you have to show something on the show. Yeah. Obviously, he would love that if if possible. But maybe, maybe the Summer Games Fest being the new E3 takes the pressure off of devs to deliver something at that time if they're really not ready to do it.
1: Well, maybe that will be one of the things like uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know cuz yeah, I, I really do think the amount of games in the pipeline just isn't anywhere near those peak year E3 numbers, you right. know. And, yeah, yeah. and just they were and they were able to t- turn out which were like what are considered top tier games at that time because it was easier. Like you're saying and, and, and the all- expectation is much isn't lower, but it's I guess it is, but that sounds bad. It was just like we were we had yet to be really blown away by what a full experience I, I, can be in the way of. I mean, I, certain I, open world games. I yeah, thought.
0: you're right. It's not even that we had lower expectations, but we were different. Yes, and so were the companies. And video games a- were evolving. A- Xbox yeah. was much different than they were now than they were during the Xbox One. Same thing can be said for PlayStation. Same thing can be said for Nintendo, uh, so- Sony with PlayStation, and same thing can be said about Nintendo. These companies are a lot different like every console generation I, I don't necessarily know that was a thing up until the wii u xbox one ps4 gen um and then i guess switch mm-hmm. um maybe nintendo that's like a half ge- switch is like out of it now like the yeah they're just cycles. out of the loop yeah well yeah they, well not out of, it's yeah they're out of that cycle anyway they yeah just but, update, but yeah. we know they're yeah. not they're not competing it's yeah. just yeah it's weird it's like Well, it's fine. I wouldn't say they're not. We've all changed, trio. Oh, for sure. And
1: And our expectations of what a video game should be plays a major part in that, and like what we want. Yeah,
0: and I know, like, like even between us, like you have such a different expectation about like the, uh, the unveiling to release than i do for sure when i when you're like how long has this game been around four years it's too long where i'd be like ah, i don't know man i don't really care well see it's funny because like, and like starfield is now entering that cycle of like you know it's been delayed like two or three times at this point and it was released that's what i unveiled mean like, like very I, I, long I think ago. it
1: just becomes partly part of an issue i mean think about elder scrolls 6 they literally just showed us that just to get people to shut the fuck up and like about it genuinely like <laughs> yeah so it'll it'll come um and and i i bet it will be but i don't know i think it's funny to think about even in relation to like the movie industry we know so much about like when a movie's being filmed and like when it's being created because you know set photos and, and people almost, can get online, almost like, to its detriment that's what i'm part. saying because it's so much easier to access whereas like i think they can do a lot better of a job if they wanted to in the gaming industry of just like just keeping things close to the vest and like not showing things until you're truly ready, and I know that's easier said than done. And I know n- certain economics don't allow for that, and you need to show people something to get hype, to show your investors that I, mean, I mean, it's, that, it's like, clear that you don't, don't high fi rush. No, like, so, absolutely. But like again, you need to be willing to make a smaller game to take that chance on. Right. Whereas you can't do a, a high fi rush. Couldn't be a triple A. That didn't cost the amount of money a triple A game like a full. No, but like, it's by
0: a triple A dev. Exactly. So. Yeah. Smaller
1: scope project. That's the thing. I think
0: scope's a big thing
1: too. I mean, look at Dead Space Remake. I know I I just brought up a lot in our our last recording. I truly, (laughs) I think... I really did. I I fucking love that game a lot. I do think it's just an incredibly excellent example, and just the original game was in general, of just like what a a certain type of game can be and how you don't need to put... I wonder how much that remake costs to really make. And if you did want to just make these more bite-sized experiences that are these 12 to 13 hour first player or I'm sorry, single-player experiences that you don't need to spend Red Dead money on to so, make. So do you think we as an industry need to scale back AAA development? Oh my, absolutely. You- I think that's, uh, in certain okay. respects, I think certain games deserve it. Absolutely. Whereas like a, like a Witcher or something like that, Witcher 3, you, you need to put all that time into that world. But like certain devs I would love to see, and that's not the dev's fault, it's the investor's fault, be willing to mo- to put more time and effort into more double a smaller experiences that we don't need to get a thousand hours out of. But that's, that's the opposite of what the industry wants right now. They want games as a service and it keeps going and going and going. And I don't know how that, and you know what? A lot of young people like that too. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it's, it's, I really love to have games as a service. Yeah. And I think those more online centric games, I, I do. I don't know. Like I'd love to actually talk to my, my cousin, Joseph. He's 10 years younger than me and he's a big gamer. And he plays mostly on his computer and stuff like that. And I'm like, what do you look for? Like, I'm like, have you played like Red Dead or anything? I, like that? I, I would. Like, I've,
0: I've also had the same thing. I'm like, I would love to talk to a middle schooler and just hear like, what are you playing with your friends? Like, what do you know about? Like, do you know what are you about not playing Pat with Elder your friends? Elder Scrolls. Like, what, yeah, like yeah. have you guys like played Skyrim? Yeah. Um. Right. Are you playing like games like Red Dead? Like, are what you guys are you talking hot- about? I would
1: love to ask my cousin what his top five favorite video games are. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, like I'm like, what like what is that generation? Yeah, oh maybe I'll text him one day. I don't. Know. Yeah, Either like way, yeah. I, I think I think
0: it is weird. I think there is this disconnect that happened between us and the kids now. 7 years. Yeah. No, but I I feel like people ten years older than us. I I am. We're like connected in our games. I guess. Yeah. I there's, guess you right. There's like I feel like with free to play games and games as a service. Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft. I feel like that all those games kind of like change things. For sure. And it's like, okay, are kids just playing these sort of like popcorn games instead of like, like, uh, okay, I was playing Sly Cooper as a kid. I wasn't playing multiplayer games as a kid. Well, there weren't multiplayer games to play. So it was Sly Cooper, Jack... GTA Grand Theft Auto for me, yeah, exa- yeah, yeah, Exactly. Like you know, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy. I mean, I'm still playing those Co-tour. games. It
1: made me but, play Oblivion. But we yeah, were talking these, like, about
0: yeah. single player games because, yeah. like, the only multiplayer games. Okay, like we were all going to someone's house and playing Halo. And then Halo Two came out, but like, not everyone was playing like Halo Two. We didn't sure. have our start multiplayer. We didn't have our start that, really multiplayer as much it was until more Halo single, Three came yeah, out in sure. the 360, where we were all playing multiplayer game. And then you know, multiplayer entered the single-player sphere and now Absolutely. multiplayer games are big and and then that that you know you mentioned it on the re4 podcast of like companies thinking single-player games can't sell well that's not necessarily true they can both I mean, sell. selling
1: like hotcakes and it's right. just you got to know what how much money to invest in it and and know yeah. where to put your like
0: i mean look at god of War. like look, look at, at, at the these... AAA multiplayer games we have battlefield 2042 tanked tanked but then you have a game like apex legends stealth launches from a AAA studio and it's still going pretty hot.
1: Well, again, I think it just shows that the the live service thing is such a hard lightning not to, to crack. Yeah, and yeah. just like you don't know what's gonna hit. Like I think EA just or not, yeah, Who Does EA? Do yeah, it? no, EA. Yeah. Responds on they, they, they caught fire too, and they knew what they were doing, and they, and then they, they did, were a well equipped studio.
0: Then they did Jedi Fallen, uh, which is completely
1: out of their wheelhouse. Yeah. And I'm sorry for a first outing in a in a brand new game. Like I know it's not new IP. But creating a whole new game and mechanics and system. That fucking game. And rocks. they're about to launch a sequel to and it. And that seems to build on it in every which way. And yeah, dude, it's interesting to see, for sure. But yeah, I do think E3 is it'll be missed. It will be. And I think Jeff will do a good job. I just don't know how if he will if we'll ever get back to that peak,
0: the peakness. I hope we do and it's in another way. But again, like E3 is is shrouded in nostalgia. Absolutely. Oh, you know, like
1: everything in this world.
0: Right. Like, I remember the first few E3s I watched. It was like Modern Warfare 3. I remember watching Modern Warfare 3 get debuted. And that was like one of the first E3s I watched. This was in high school. And I was like, oh, Oh my God, God." dude. I was like, I remember, you know what I remember?
1: Assassin's Creed 2. That stuff being like. Yeah, I was a freshman Uh, in high school. So you were in eighth grade.
0: uh, Dude, that, 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 that holiday season. Modern Warfare 2, Assassin's Creed 2. I uh, like that was the first year I like pre-ordered two games like that close together and it was like uh, it was like crazy. life-changing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, oh my god. This it's just crazy. crazy. Yeah.
1: That was Assassin's Creed 2 came out when, when like the the Hurricane
0: Sandy happened, right? No, that was um AC3. Right. I knew it was an Assassin's. Creed. I don't think it was I don't think it was Sandy, was it? I, I think it, it was, was a
1: bad storm it was one of the really bad ones that yeah and
0: then we went out the next morning to go get it
1: yeah we had to go to like Ma- yeah that's right we went to the Malvern one or not the Malvern one uh, fuck either way and you didn't have fun. power and you couldn't play
0: it yeah I was sad dude yeah we were supposed to go to the midnight launcher AC3 got cancelled because of, of the, the storm. storm yeah and then and like, called we went like, out, do you have power? We went on to like the remnants of the next day to like go like get AC3 and I saw a power and I played it and you, 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 you didn't I even just, play it at your aunts, did no, you?
1: No, oh, I think I did go and play it at my aunts or something like that because she let me, I was watch I was house sitting for her or something. Uh, uh, oh, I think, no, actually I think she just had us
0: over because she had power. I was like house sitting, I'm like, you're in high school. <laughs> yeah, no, she, yeah, she, she, she just house. had power
1: and I think we came over there to, to hang because she had power. Yeah. But, uh, crazy stuff, man. E3. Anything else, Gooch? I don't want to wrap us up before you're ready. No, no. I
0: think the only thing is like, it's like the coverage is going to be different, right? For sure. Even the podcast. Like We have the E3 podcast where we talk about like fucking seven press conferences and we go through them. And like, we did it for the Xbox One last year. But like, did we do an E3 podcast last year? I don't think we did. The E3, there was an E3 last year. Okay, let's go back. Time travel with us. Skyrim summer. Uh, okay, we're March. Doctor Strange, no. Oh
1: yeah, there's the I, I, DNN
0: reacts and discusses Xbox and Bethesda Showcase 2022. That was at the end of the summer. Yeah, there was an E3, but it was but not it was like nothing. It was not, yeah. Like it's funny, I even struggle to remember because, like, I remember like E 2016, where like Final Fantasy Seven remake was shown off, and that was fucking crazy. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Like I remember like Greg Miller hosted that one. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just yeah, it was it wasn't like a pre. It was like E three show, but like Xbox, they didn't have the press conference. Right. They did something right. else. Yeah, yeah. And PlayStation was doing their state of play. Yeah. And and Nintendo with their direct. So even the last few years, it's just been underwhelming. So it makes sense that like. The, the nail in the coffin is finally, finally hit. here and at least And hopefully Jeff can catch lightning in a bottle a different kind of lightning and reignite the excitement that E3 brought us. I agree, year. man. Hey,
1: E3, it's been real. And we're sad to see you go, but we love to watch you leave.
0: Anything else? Gooch. That's it, man.
1: Awesome. Hey everyone, if you've been watching with us live on twitch.tv slash delco network, we really appreciate your time. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We're on your favorite social media pages as well. Out at Delco Nerds on basically everything. We have a Facebook page, we have a Discord channel, all that good stuff will be linked down below. You can email us your comments, questions, or concerns. Delco at gmail.com. We'd be happy to get back to you. You can find all of this information on our did I just say this? On our website? Delco NerdNetwork.com. So. I'm getting loopy. This is our third podcast
0: you, you, in a row. You said that you said like the Facebook stuff. You didn't say the website. I
1: didn't. Okay. I'm getting loopy. This is our third podcast recording in a row. Yeah, it's I, late. I, I, I and do, I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. But all this information <laughs> is on our website, Delco NerdNetwork.com. Uh please lo- uh, drop a like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend about us, leave a review on your podcast service of choice. It really helps out, helps us out. Once again, thank you so much for all the view- views and likes and all that good stuff. It's been amazing. For Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.